have you all been? I wasn't really good. And I really don't know why. I think I have an idea about exactly why that is. And I did talk about it to certain individuals. I did have a couple of dialogues about it. This uh, mix-up of why do I or why am I so concerned with what might happen? Yeah, I think it's a quite an intense start, <laughs> right? <clears throat> right about uh, the deep stuff of what's going on. I don't know really if I can fake it and kind of have a different spin on it. I said that I will test, I said that I will test exactly a humorous intent with this regard. So maybe we'll give it a shot, see what comes out. I mean, usually the matters of life are quite important and quite, again, intense, and it should be met with a certain kind of seriousness. And it seems that I do put myself in that bubble, a bubble of seriousness. I take my life seriously. And even with my friends, if they don't take their life seriously, then the hell with them. It is what it is. I am cut from a certain cloth, you know. Certain class. My own kind of class. Not your kind of class, but my own kind of class. The kind of class that you only hear about in novels and books. And maybe human rights and how one is out to live. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit intense to talk like this. Because it's like, <laughs> the main thing about it is just like pure sarcasm. You might believe me when I say this, because this actually in fact exists. Or am I saying this, what I'm saying now, just because I'm actually scared how I am being perceived? Perceived by you, who you matter nothing to me, or so I think. Your eyes, what you believe, what you're going to say to everyone around you, what you're going to say to yourself, what kind of damage that might come to me because of your actions and your intentions. Humor is usually like a, it's a big part of how a defensive mechanism is ought to be. But similarly, not being humorous seems and sounds like the most, not the most, that's an exaggeration, but it seems to be like also is due to the lack of fear. Sorry, did I say the lack of fear? Yeah. The lack of humorous vibe within one or within me seems to be the result of fear. Fear of rejection, fear of embarrassing myself. All these things that happened in the past. Also, the seeking for attention. 
which makes one rather repetitive and not original because I start to use that which have worked before using the same jokes if there were even to be called jokes over and over again interestingly enough <laughs> I really do think that my life is quite interesting not because of what's happening to it because from what I see from it and the kind of interaction that's happening to me and the kind of interaction that's happening around me I don't know if one can explore things with a humorous intent or the humor comes out as a result of the exploration and the discovery And right now it's quite weird to be humorous when there is no one to humor. I'm just talking. And whatever comes out is exactly what's coming out. I am afraid of disappointing you. And as a result, I am afraid of disappointing myself or being disappointed in general. I guess I create the intensity, so it seems, when life is a little bit disappointing. Disappointing to whatever I expect, disappointing to whatever kind of structure that I hold inside, whatever is right and wrong. Basically, the structure of what right and wrong is, and things has to be right and has to be just the way it is perceived, no matter how true it is. I don't know if the world actually concurs with whatever is believed. But even then, even if one is perceiving what is seems, what seems and actually very clear to be the right thing, even that has no value when it comes to the real interaction of life and relationship between me and you, our contractual life. What do we have then? What's left between us? What's left for us to actually, I don't know really, I, I really don't know what's left for me. Why am I even having a relationship with you? That's the same question that I had from last week, but it's really, even if, even if the right thing, apparently the right thing is not being adhered to. Isn't this kind of a hostile world that we live in? I mean, I understand, of course, you have your version of what right is. I have my version of what right is. But apparently, I cannot really judge. I mean, even it's not going to put be of any value for me to judge exactly or have an opinion about why you're doing 
why it is wrong whatever you're doing but it's about me what it bothers me and it seems that I have to protect myself through the understanding of how limited one's life is and how limited my life is if I would be concerned with the same things that concern you while in the same time maintaining a listening state again it seems quite complicated to really go and live a life with such different intentions so then I would ask myself what is really my intention? What is my intention behind relationships? Having any relationship?
What kind of intention do I have with you? Or what kind of intention do I hold within me? What kind of intention do I hold within me? What is the thing that is believed to be lacking? Or the thing that needs to be proved, which is also lacking? Is it a job? Romance? Appreciation? Approval? Sense of belonging? All that and more. But fundamentally, deep, deep down, is it a sensational, sensational, sorry for the word, <laughs> a sense related reaction that is hinting or pointing out that I am actually lacking something? That I'm being limited? that my movement is being confined, that my energy is being directed towards a certain place or another. Right? I don't know if I'm being too fast. Right? I don't have a job. I'm looking for a job. Right? I have a problem for, with my friend. Well, my attention goes to my friend, right? Because I want to fix that relationship because that relationship is important for me. Otherwise, my life would be limited without that relationship without that structure, without that attachment. So whatever happens that is out of what is considered to be ordinary or expected, hints at the limitation of my life. The limitation that what is actually my life. Because I have lived in confined spaces, confined structures, in structures, whatever that structure is, it's always that structure is always limited, partial structure. So what is my intention that I'm carrying with me? It seems like I'm carrying limitation all the time with me. I'm carrying conflict with me. Aggression. I wonder. Such a exhausting way to live, really. Exhausting and quite intimidating and I don't know. And at the same time, it's like, what is there to prove? What is there to enforce? It seems that I want to enforce my structures, my beliefs, my ideas, no matter how subtle, benign they are. I want to enforce them into the world. I want to enforce them into my relationships. Even if I'm doing it passively, 
rather than mostly of course actively but even as passively like I, it's just it kind of it goes beyond whatever i can perceive consciously but i still do them that's a very high possibility so am i aware of the structures and the attachments and the ideas and the belief systems that i carry with myself Do I, do I need to see them? Do I need to search for them? To be done with them? Or am I to wait for conflicts and clashes to take place? So I would, oh, so I have a structure there. What is going on? Let me look at it. It makes sense. But also it means... Does that mean that I'm waiting for those structures to surface up? Or is it that those conflicts and those clashes, when they come about, they really spin my life around? That my life becomes like a reaction to the threat that is felt. It's a threat that is being felt. And my life begins to be defined by that threat. Threat to what is comfortable. Threat to what is loved. Threat to what is healthy for me. Do I see how afraid I really am? How hanging by a thread, my sanity is hanging by a thread. It's like, oh my God, just like, those are the things that I need. And if I don't have them, my life is going to fall apart. My life is not going to be worth living. Can I stay? With the loss. Can I stay with the agony? Can I be miserable? Without feeling shame, guilt, that I am that way.
I have been. Structured in a way. To understand that shame and guilt is. A form of. Danger. Dawn. If you feel that. You've done something wrong. Horribly wrong. Like horribly and. Catastrophically wrong. So of course when it comes. Danger comes with it. It is really hard <laughs> to see into that which is dangerous. Really dangerous. You can go to hell. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to hell. <laughs> God will punish you. Keep burning you for an eternity. Or... You won't get daddy's money, or mommy's hugs, or your friend's movie night, or the video games, or, or, or. The scale of pain and pleasure. Either you're going to be limited from pleasure, or you're going to experience some serious pain. If you don't adhere to what is right, and step away from what is wrong, And since each of us, you and me, we have all our own theories about what is right and what is wrong. We're kind of like pin, like tippy-toeing, I don't know if that's the right word to use, but tiptoeing between the line minds. That is my space and your space. I shouldn't be saying the wrong thing. You shouldn't be saying the, the wrong thing. You, know, you, re, you better watch out. a childish way to live I mean of course the danger there is great danger if you say like this to your boss or your spouse they might leave you they might fire you of course but then what is there to be lost I've stepped into the danger and I've seen what I've seen I've stepped into my structure and I've seen what I've seen. I realize how the structure is limiting me, limiting my life, limiting my energy, limiting my inspiration, my motivation, limiting, isolating me from people. Actual people. I have the images with me that correspond to the structure that I am about. So it's not really just about the structure. The structure comes with the limitation of energy. And I'm dependent on the structure, hence I'm dependent on that formulation of energy. And no one wants you to be free. I don't want to be free. I'm comfortable the way I am. Step into the danger. I'm telling myself, and I'm telling you, step into the freaking danger. See, let the mind blow up. Take a limb off. 
Swirl, scream, jump, laugh, tickle yourself, giggle, cry, weep, go static, euphoric. Step into that which have been fabricated to be dangerous, to be fabricated to whatever it is that they told us about it, whatever it is that I was told about it, whatever it is that I told myself about it. Discover myself anew. Discover my life anew. This really sounds so mediocre words. And it sounds like now it sounds <laughs> it sounds like it's coming from my head. This is the last thing that I want to have. Actually. A retelling of a story. To prove that I'm right. To prove that I'm on the right path. Doing the right thing. Because once I step away from or in the real danger, an actual danger comes about. And I'm actually waiting for a miracle. I'm hoping for a miracle, a miracle that will keep me surviving and thriving in the same time. I don't know what kind of miracle that is. I'm just hoping for it. But it seems so far that that miracle is through action. Holistic action. Holistic action, which means that it's not based on a structure. Or it's not from a structure. It could be through a structure, but it's not from the structure. It's through a structure, but not from a structure. That's what the holistic action could be perceived as. So taking a step from an unstable state taking a step from an unstable state agitated state emotional in the traditional sense of the meaning of the world like you can't hold yourself together grounded Taking an action from such states is conditioned action. 
structured action, partial action. If I'm taken from those states, but if the action comes through those states, what does it mean for action to go through structure? What does it mean for action to come about through structure?
Ja. For action to come through a structure. Not from a structure. Not from reason. Or through or through reasoning. Mental, intellectual reasoning, evaluating, measuring, comparing. That's what reasoning is. That's what a structure does. What's bigger, what's smaller, what's more important, what's less important. Not the in the abstract holistic sense, but according to that structure. It's really hard, quite difficult to really see, and quite courageous as well. One needs to be a lot of courage to see that I'm nothing but the structure that is actually in action. I am nothing but the sense of justice or the idea of justice that I hold within me. And that's what's acting. It's not really me. It's a belief that I hold in the way that I hold it. No matter how noble, how awake, how enlightened, it is still from something hmm. maybe then action is not something that we can control we can only move away for action to come about Not moving away as a result of intention. But moving away as a result of moving in. Moving in the danger. Moving in the sensation. The burning. The discomfort. The torture, actually. The way that I'm torturing myself. Yeah. Move into the torture. The psychological, emotional, sensational torture. There is a story. I've heard it from I've heard it from Alan Watts and it says that when uh, when they capture some people or whatever like in a war or something like that or of trees and they tortured them you know to get what they want from that individual from these people but then often those people who are being tortured accept the pain and it and they reach they become in a place that the torturing doesn't really work and that's the point 
or the one who's torturing needs to or becomes apparent to them that they need to kill the person being tortured because it's not working anymore. I guess through torture, one dies to oneself or the self dies. Not death in the sense of death, the actual death, but through the example, I think you get a very clear picture of what that means. Then, action, probably, not probably, action then has room to go through. Otherwise, it's blocked by me. Yeah, I don't think there is anything more to say. And this was not funny, <laughs> at least one bit. But it's relieving. Relieving and revealing. Maybe this is not the space to be funny. Maybe this is the space to be whatever this space is. Actually, trip within oneself. And if this comes out in a certain way or another, it's a certain way or another. Let's hope nothing. See you next week.